0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely HP community on this lovely episode beyond 12 stages of consciousness by something amazing. I'm going to start with this being 5D mystic enlightenment functional adult. I want to make it very straightforward mystic because I personally experience a lovely world full of clairs and those clairs are not something special, but they are part of our human makeup, although not everybody really has answers to it. And by everybody, I mean the educators. Now, educators can involve uh, physics, uh, quantum physics, neuroscientists, the mental health community, trauma experts, okay? So educators are people who are actually in academia and or continuing to do with the system. Not The solo people, they, they do things on their own. So they have things to add, but that's a different story, okay? So they were professionals who are entrepreneurs I'm thinking for example Dr. Joe Dispenza he has a bunch of different ways that in his workshops he's presented that he does his own studies with his groups of how their brain changes okay so professional who's private that's not the system okay system means academia means um, provided from a, a specific organized entity it doesn't make any entity superior to another because information is gathered. And really what we want to remember if you're a smart person is information is gathered. So no person, system or not, has all the answers to anything. However, academia is organized in a certain way. But yes, no uh, person or group is more informed than another. I should spell that one out because personally... I know the world of academia because it's rigorously seen and looked at. We know that there are a couple and more laws and things in place, but that doesn't make it more reliable or less reliable when I actually sit to contemplate it. However, whenever you have more funding, you're going to have the ability to do more studies. And the studies is important. Now, it is important to see who funds the study. However, who funds it if you're a conspiracy theorist? That's where you're going to go pick at all this shit. If you're an educator or a smart person, you're going to know, okay, what was the question? How was it laid out? Were the uh, questions open-ended? Did they lead into, was it data, quantitative or qualitative? So if you're going to go look at a study, it's not only about who's funding it. We all can make a statement of, oh, they're funding it on purpose. It's kind of like when they were doing, what was it, cigarette studies and the tobacco companies were Investing in it or something like that And they kept saying it wasn't bad for you I forget But the part of the agenda behind the scenes That's uh, where part of things can happen that way Yes But there's also other things that don't have to happen that way And side note If you're smart Again, you're using your fucking brain Because you're knowing how to use information independently Stable, mature, adaptive, rational, teachable Only those who have not completely moved into their full consciousness and so they have adaptive child emotionally speaking reactivity to see a person who still has shame defectiveness not healthy self-worth and full ownership of their own piece of consciousness and i'm talking about a human being right now okay when you go and look at all the trauma experts there's a very number of ways that they'll explain to you how the brain of a person who's not yet fully flexible adaptive coherent energized stable in their Ownership of consciousness in their human being body. So that means in your ventral vagal state, not your survival state. Default mode network enters your social engagement mammalian heritage. So you're engaging with information with a fun body and a brain that is open, flexible, adaptive. It means that you can be resilient and interact and have a good time like a dance floor. And the people who don't do that with information, with conversations, they have low self-esteem. And they have a rigid body, low self-esteem because their child charge parts are still leading the way without there being an adult consciously in the room to say, hey, implicit bias stuff. Hey, emotional stuff that's coming up. Hey, three-year-old me, you're great. Calm down, we're having a conversation. Okay, so I get to do this very easily because I've always loved learning and I've always found it very interesting to be told you don't have the right to have a thought or opinion because you're a small kid growing up. And I just waited till I became an adult to say, now that I'm an adult, you're going to take my opinion seriously. And that didn't happen. And now I'm an even more adult adult. And I'm like, ah, wait a minute. Okay, now I'm getting it. Thank you, Daniel Siegel, by the way. Because he's the one who explains how the brain works. And then with the Enlightenment Soul Aedrip, I got here with my lovely self and my mysticism. Thank you, though, Sadhguru, for teaching me sadhana and being out there for the world so that they can put into practice that stuff so their brain can maybe... Become open and receptive to this consciousness sphere, because the brain, structure of yours and mine, is made the same. And with yoga and uh, mindfulness and compassionate intention and intervention, with all of that, you get to work your corpus callosum, which connects your left and right mode. You get to work your hippocampus. No, somehow these grow with those exercises. And I say somehow because I'm sure the science people not explain it better. And the prefrontal cortex grows, and the connectome grows. The connectome is what creates the interconnected connectome, which means integration of the brain, which means you get to be smarter because you get to be faces, flexible, adaptive, energized, energizing, stable. If you choose, though, most people who do spiritual bypassing don't move into their complete faces, their smart faces. No, they, they stay into their spiritual faces, which is great. They get to go run around with mantles and talk about spiritual stuff and mysticism stuff, and they're having fun, and here, let me get to our topic, so as I was saying, educators, we're talking about um, spirituality, there's a bunch of them, I need to finish watching, debunking new age spirituality, so they have a big deal with, uh, you know, new age spirituality, as somebody who is a new age, I'm going to tell you, we're not lost or confused, but there are some who are, and that's because they're not people who have achieved, They're full Purusha Prakriti. They don't know their name. They are not grounded in their ventral vagal nervous system and they don't have an identity with their name. No, they find an identity with their states of self. Their child parts are not theirs. And if they have something bigger, big trust breaks, big trauma and attachment wounds, that's even more for the shiny, shiny, and the hiney. And they get to go and Keep on doing uh, what is not adult, like they're emotional. They're emotionally mature people. Again, rigid brains are only for those who react with their adaptive child, protecting their inner child, and the inner child is a zero-one-year-old who is attached panicky, and then there's a two, or three to seven shame submissive, then we have freeze of all ages, 11, 12 flight and 14, 15, 16 fight. Okay, so let me read for a minute, Bezel van der Kolk. When people are traumatized, certain movements have become unconsciously associated with danger or failure. So when you live in the world of sensory integration, you'll see that most traumatized people get very frozen in their bodies, Bezel van der Kolk, and this is for the neurobiology of trauma. Okay, and on that note, let me go find something different. Uh, Abuse takes away power. And for those who are childhood trauma survivors, once they get to become healthy and understand how to have their way of saying, I'm not shame, I'm not defective, I am me and you're going to respect me, those are the healthy boundaries where they take their power back. Now, these don't have to involve anything extreme, depends on the person's journey. But a person who starts to learn that Shaming the child for simply being a child is not something that is a healthy household environment. Telling a child who they are through a toxic lens with their roles such as scapegoat, savior, or being parentified. Not a child-centric environment. Emotionally, physically, or sexually abusing a child by having the power of an adult. Not a good child-centric environment. Controlling the truth, which all adults do, by the way you made mommy sad, you made daddy sad, you disappointed me, it's your fault that I have this, 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 okay, so some people use these sentences, and it's not that type of environment, but this is the part where, let's not make extremes, people, it's about your nervous system, and how you can learn to work with it, and also balancing this out, and trying to help every adult who wants to move into becoming a functional adult to learn how to try and harness those words but it is something uh, I'm not a parent personally so again a third of attunement and then repairing ruptures so reminding all of us to be flexible adults which is easy we don't have a taking aside and pointing a finger that's the adaptive children when you look into the world you'll find 5d educators, mystics, all of the ones who are in the Enlightenment age group, not pointing fingers, but trying to have conversations and to expand. And we will say this and that are true. No, we will say this and that. We won't talk about truth. We'll talk about what we know, what we don't know, and then we'll talk about choices. Because see, flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, and stable people don't need to be given a truth. We're not rigid. We're open-minded to the point of, yes, our head is very well put on our Lovely skull here is, is in, the, in the neck. It's not falling out. We know how to use it. And spirituality. So these um, individuals, philosophers, however many they are talking about it. One guy stood out as he talked about new age spirituality people. be it, It's normal that it's here because it's the way that the civilization or what is it called society identity okay that people will look to find themselves and excuse me i have a little bit of a cold here going on but he uses the word confusion and his word confusion is because of bringing in he says people are bringing in mystic experiences and then they're bringing in ancient spiritual texts and they're trying to explain things that they don't understand and they're confusing data They're confusing and I laughed because he's a philosopher, so he doesn't accumulate data, but I got what he was saying because a lot of left brainers in general will use the word confusing, like when I bring together spiritual, spirituality, and sciences, and that's something fair and square because they're confused, obviously, because they don't embody the experiences we embody. However, there are also those who are creating a story, and so he was also talking about that. It's not just a confusion. It's a story. Okay, so he's talking about people who are dumb and don't know how to be people who think. And I will continue with this line of, of wording for our episodes because I have faith in your human being brain. And I have faith in you being able to achieve your full-on faces. Okay, so I will challenge you to use the left and right mode of your brain to understand how to emotionally, maturely hear words from the mouth of a human being and not be triggered. Not because of what I'm saying is true. No, my, my, my is from my ass, but I don't try to shine. <laughs> I actually try to inspire your human potential. Moving beyond the 12 stages of consciousness is straightforward if you get your three-year-old back to wholeness and then you allow yourself to be a grown-up emotion. And say <laughs> this, These are words. I don't need to live my ancient ancestors' uh, silverback fucking shame defectiveness in my body, which is a posture. I can fucking get, stand up straight, breathe, and remember, these are fucking words, that's it. I can go and do my own research. I can build up a little trail of confirmation breadcrumbs, however the fuck I want, like everybody else is doing because I ain't dumb and they're not smarter than me. Because it's not a genius' world, people when it comes to fucking information, you need air to breathe, come plug your nose, you'll figure out quickly how to remove my hand, you're going to need water, because otherwise you're going to dehydrate, you're going to need food, there's some very basic elements to life, now when it comes to our society, we've been building what we have right now for years and years, so nobody's going to go dismantling it, I'm so sorry, all the people with their ideas of teenagers living pseudo-aliveness, okay, so What's beyond the twelve stages of consciousness is something amazing. If you're a five D mystic, you'll know this because you didn't get shiny, shiny in your fucking high knee by oh, I'm anointed. The people who feel anointed are the same ones who have defectiveness, shame buttons, and they're teenagers or traumatized human beings who don't know any better. Either way, they're looking for meaning in life. This is the other thing the dude was saying. No shit, Sherlock. We all know about that. Okay, so every person in, that I've ever met knows about this meaning. Now, if you're good with yourself, you're going to find that meaning so that you can wield your own heart. But most people are not good with themselves. They find loving themselves confusing. It's very, very interesting, right? Because you're going to use the word smart and then you're going to tell me it's confusing for you to love yourself. Okay, here's another challenge, my lovely listener. If it's confusing, I got news for you. You're zero-one-year-old. Go to good therapy for a long, long time, and you'll finally get there someday, but go to good one. Yeah, you can come to me, but I don't want to work with people who have human suffering because you're already leading with it, with your blinders. Because if you're smart, you're not leading with blinders. You're leading with common sense which would say, I have emotions because I'm human, and I don't like them sometimes because they make me uncomfortable. Let me think. What is that? Three year old, thank you. Okay, good. Now, the ones who have big situations, they need a good therapist because they need the person with a the stethoscope to say, Hey, let me explain to you because they're going to believe that person. And if they get a good one, if they get a bad one, they're going to believe that person. So they're going to go around walking with their labels. I am diagnosed this and I'm a fixed this because they got a bad therapist to set up. Lo and behold, your genes, you're fixed. So when you get bad professionals, bad educators, they limit human consciousness. There you go. And a lot of them shiny, shiny in their hiney because they want that, though. The adaptive child isn't ready to meet the zero one year old and they want what that person's offering. At the same time, it's not really true that they want it. Okay, so here's why. As the man talks about confusing, I'm like, hmm, I've heard that word before. Pseudoscience, bullshit lady, self-help crap. Okay, right? My lovely Naser, But I take that with honor and say, yeah, here, let's put it up here because I'm good with being a 5D mystic woo-woo lady. I also know I'm a smart lady because I know how to hear information unlike some adults that don't know how to hear. I also know how to make my own little breadcrumbs, but mine aren't really that biased because I'm not going in thinking I'm going to be successful. No, I've seen human suffering narratives. It wins time and time again. Yes, people and their pain. <laughs> you can better bet they're blinded all over the place by it. And <clears throat> that's exactly why I don't have any intention of becoming a therapist, because they have to negotiate with their patients, go figure, the good ones, they have to negotiate with people to try and get them to stay in the room, huh, let me think, so I'm not going to go waste my time there either, no, I'm going to use my time being a buffoon, trying to get the smart people together, so that then we, as buffoons, like when Sadhguru talks too, anybody who's smart, they're gonna be like, let's get together buffoons, <laughs> Let's share with the world how awesome they are because that's how it feels for the human love narrative. Every time we look somewhere, someone's talking about suffering in a way that's beyond a shadow of a doubt. Hmm, not really. I don't even know what the fuck you're doing. So here, here's the deal. You know, when you have no ego, meaning no three-year-old that feels shame, here it is, Maria, right here. So if I had met that Dalai Lama dude, I would have laughed my ass off so hard. As I would witness that, because the minute that you tell the Dalai Lama, that was I didn't even know this thing actually. I wonder if they made up the story, because as a person who studied, I remember being taught about political correctness, which I don't know all about right now in this time of day and era. Too many things to keep check. I don't. I'm not going to try. I try my best, but that's it. <laughs> my best is good enough for me it's not for you you don't need to listen to podcasts you can go listen somewhere else so it's not about being rude somebody comes to me you hurt my feelings I'll be so sorry I will try to keep it in mind but you know what you can also go listen elsewhere so there you go go find your little confirmation bias so they can rally up behind you take your side and don't heal your unresolved heartbreak gut wrench and insecure shit (laughs) and go around being an insecure human being Don't come to the confident ones, because we don't have anything to say to you, poor child, who's a grown-up, who wants to act like a grown-up, but in the meantime, you're spitting vengeance from your body, which is basically hurting yourself. Let me think, how many ways can I try and disengage from being around you, because you're boring, you're rigid, you're annoying, you're every energy that is in the book of our ancestors, which they needed... Because we were one with the animals and it was dark and there were no lights and, you know, it's very straightforward without any confirmation, any conspiracy confirmation bias people around. I can create a breadcrumb of trails, but mine is a little bit more legit. I just don't remember all of the timeline information, but I could go grab the anthropologists, the actual good mental health people plus the other there's another group of uh, I forget what they're called but they're the ones they're not anthropologists but there's a certain number of them that share with us our species and how we began so the way that you can add up that we're human is very easy <laughs> it's so straightforward and it's not oh we're gonna go and become the human being that talks about humans as nature and violent is totally totally a person who does not know what they're speaking about, because it's not about violence, people. That's just you thinking with your brain now and not remembering what it was like. Let me send you to the forest at night time by yourself, without a weapon. No, no, no gun, no knife. Nope. I'm gonna send you without shit. Let me tell you. I think that by the time you get out, but I'm gonna put a bear in there too, and a lion and a tiger. Let me let me recreate for you what our nervous system was for and then come talk to me i'm not going i don't want to go to the ancient silverback times i'm happy in the present i'm happy i'm not in the medieval ages i'm happy i'm not in torture land yeah that's not our nature that's part of our evolution people there's always a way you can look at something the human love narrative is way better than the human suffering people they got trust breaks all over the place and they just want to keep them going Okay, so the dude that's the philosopher, he makes a point about the confusion because people don't know that their identity is their name, and mystics that are 4D think they're anointed, and they're using ancient scripture, and they're tainting their stories. and they are serving a purpose. the confused people who want shiny, shiny because I want to feel special. So let's go back to three-year-old land and let's go back to the basics of attachment and the need for attention for your brain to develop, and what a one-year-old and two-year-old and three-year-old does, okay? And how does your brain get stimulated? And remember, a child-centric environment gives a child the opportunity to be joyful and fun and playful, because that's what children do. Only the ones who did not receive that, and those are all people who had childhood trauma. We're not going soft. We just have a bunch of people with traumatized experiences That did not allow them to grow up emotionally. They're not doing emotional lifting. They're choosing to stay emotionally immature. No, they shut down their emotions. It's Two different things. And then they go around telling people who are healing from trauma that they're weak. And as Patrick Tian points out, no childhood trauma survivor is weak. Their body had to go numb. They had out-of-body experiences. They might have had dissociation. They had to survive a lack of childhood-centric environment. For some other human being who also had trauma and so on and so forth and so forth. So once again, beyond the 12 stages of consciousness and just in general mysticism, it's awesome. Not because we're magical power beings. No, no, we have a relationship with this sphere of energy and the sciences people are building it. Not this philosopher guy. I don't know what he does. But long story short, he's not off his rockers when he talks about people being confused. However, some of us know how to bring together material to try and make sense of it for people, like what I do, and it's only for the human love narrative. Anybody who has human suffering is not going to resonate, and I'm not here for them, because there's plenty of those leaders out there for you. Go follow the shiny object and allow yourself to waste money, use time, and maybe stay in a shame cycle. I'm not going to watch you. You know why? Because I love to love. I don't watch people continuously bring to me their human shit without them getting up and lifting their shoulders and being like, whoa, I'm a human, I can use my fucking brain, wow. And I get out of the room because I don't want to look like an asshole the minute that I begin to get annoyed. No, I don't get annoyed actually. It's very straightforward, they don't come near me. People who have Ugh, the vomit for those of us who are loving, we, we'll know, we're, we're okay with being thought of as evil, that way you can get out of our way and we can get out of your way. We're not evil. We're just genuinely loving because our body has fun like a human can. Your body didn't have fun and you're not getting the good help that in 2023 is out here. Oh, so sad. No, it's your journey, not mine. I don't have to affect your state of consciousness. And guess what? After death, yeah, I do know there's a continuation. I don't need to prove it though, which is why I don't need to create a story that says, yeah, mysticism is awesome. It is awesome in a very different way than the way of what I see 4D doing or any people who are limited. So on that note, today, my lovely listeners, this is what you get. This is a very food for thought episode because when you are smart, you're actually using thoughts and emotions and it's a three-year-old, but it's with a grown-up and it's really fun because you can hear information and all the data that I see points to one very great solution for anyone who has human suffering. It's you can get out of it. Yeah, and you can... Go to good therapy or, or if you don't need therapy, you can understand how your attachment system works and not whine about it and use your nervous system. It's in your body. It's you in your left and right mode. And yes, pick it up, people. The only people get pissed at this human suffering narrative people. Oh, yes. Martyrs, superiors, the codependent ones that they're going to go around with their group rallied up. Ah, we're going to tell you how to live life. And if you don't do it our way, we're going to come and tell you some more. You know what is really amazing is none of these people realize how much their energy is a waste of their time. So on that note, let me see. What else was I going to say about this guy? This guy was really uh, fascinating. (laughs) I loved how he said there's a lot of confused people out there. Yeah, that's just because they don't know their names. They like to think of themselves. "I, I have superpowers because this is my diagnosis. That's my diagnosis, so I need to be treated fairly and here's what I need to be treated, they're not going to good therapy, they're just weaponizing words, and then the other groups are like, yeah, you know what, fuck you, we're not with your group, we're this group, and our our diagnosis is you're going soft, and our ancient silverbacks want us to be, so thank goodness for systems, they keep everything organized, so on that note, and creativity, it's fun, it's a fun plane to be in, sciences will always keep proving what I always knew they were proving which is how to keep moving into the future I'm happy that we have funding for them and there is no in my book conspiracy because yeah there's nothing that's controlling there's stupidity yes a lot of people like stupidity they like entertainment did nobody ever notice the shiny shiny is all entertainment my entertainment I just don't try to bullshit you about your journey I like to tell you how it is. You can choose human suffering narrative or human love narrative. Now, I don't know human suffering in my body. So as I've been presented by many, because I don't know the torture and I'm serious right now, let me spell out the note. I do not know how it feels to be terrified and emotionally void and like I'm going to be rejected. I do not know what it's like to have a shame defectiveness Heartbreak, gut wrench, my lifeline is going to cut me off. I will fucking die, terror emotionally, that a person who did not have secure attachment or a childhood where they could feel loved within their own intimate body. I do not know this, and it is a very serious deal. So serious that brain development, in fact, has an effect, which is why thank goodness that guru is out there allowing himself to share yoga with the world, and thank goodness it became trending, And he's not confused. In fact, he helps people to stay on track. And that's why it's great that he is out there. And so will all those other ethical silverbacks. They get to be shiny, shiny in a way that supports people to stay on the straight and narrow, like good little soldiers following their leader, because that's what people who don't know their self identity, they don't use their name, they don't grow up to use their left and right mode, they need meaning, they need meaning, M-E-A-N-I-N-G, in your heart of hearts, I don't need meaning me, Maria, I'm speaking from the meaning, I have a name, that's it, that's the meaning, it's it's what it is, does it make me happy to be, you know what I've found out, people like the human suffering narrative, so personally, I'm here for people who want the human love narrative, I, so far in my 43 years of life, have seen only the human suffering narrative from people choosing, in fact, not for their self, I haven't seen a person choose their self, No, no. Oh, no. I've seen a lot different. Mm, Yeah. So on that note, because of the proof that I've had is that people like shiny, shiny in their hiney. I'm not prepared to. What's the word? Compromise my soul. But it's not a soul. I'm not going to compromise my integrity. I know you can do it. Nah, You don't have to, though. I know that I don't know human suffering. So I'm lucky. I got lucky in my life. That's what it is. My body knows how to sustain emotion. So there you go. Here's the asshole in the room. I got lucky. I'm talking to you about human love narrative. You can choose it too, but you can also choose your human suffering narrative and go find a shiny, shiny who will pull at that very heartstring and get you to follow them like a good good leader. Good leaders. Get them to follow you so you can tell them. It's like a little puppeteer show, marionette in Italian. So yeah, Pinocchio, does anybody remember? What was it, Baldassar? I forget his name. That's what I get to see every day. Yeah, I see a bunch of them out there. So I'm spelling out to you. It is straightforward for you to become an independent thinker. However, you got to get a handle on your three-year-old and the meaning in life. Apparently, it's really hard for people to go there. I don't know why. It wasn't hard for me to figure it out. Thank you, Marcus Aurelius. I would wake up crying because I'm like, I don't want to die. Not because I need to live forever, because I don't want to forget all my loved ones. And I'll never forget waking up from those dreams because I was a child growing up and I was just so sad. And that's the only feeling that accompanies because, see, sadness is about connection. And I'm not ashamed of sadness. I'm not ashamed of any of my emotions. This is the most, and I'm laughing, yes, it's a ridiculous thing. But I understand that those who have trauma don't know how to feel this way. I laugh because it's okay for me to be vulnerable. I'm not afraid of being vulnerable you can tease me and point a finger and call me a crybaby. I'm not going to feel ashamed of it. I don't feel powerless because I have emotions. That's my point. I'm trying to make a point. My nervous system feels like, what's fucking wrong with you? Did you not know that emotions? Oh, but then again, I'm, I'm emotionless. I forgot to mention that part. Yes, I'm polyamory. I love many, so I don't know love either. Or, excuse me, when uh, something tragic is going on, I don't have drama reaction, so I have no emotions. So you can go either way with a person who's equanimous, and the external world doesn't apparently know what it means to be this word. I, I'm explaining it to the best of my ability. Thank you, trauma experts, though. They're the ones who helped me explain it. I just take it in. Emotion less, uh, too much emotion. Which one are you today? Uh, and so, on that note, when I say that I respect those who tell me things as it is, it's only the people who treat me with respect. And one of my friends, as we talked about something important, was saying... <laughs> You know, Maria, since you don't know human suffering, you you really can't spell out. And with all the respect, I said, you're right, I, I can't. So with respect to people who take themselves seriously, of course, I know that I'm not able to chime in where there's the human suffering narrative. And I don't want to. I'm saying you have a way out. It's two different things. And I'm saying that I've seen most people choose not the way out. And they talk about their brain as smart. And I don't see a smart brain because if you're smart, then you would take your fucking blinders off and go get good therapy. That's all I'm saying. And oh, no, there isn't an entity beyond this experience as a mystic. My experience is, yes, there is a sphere in a field and I am very confident that science is, will prove it in time, but it's all energy. <laughs> so it's a sphere of energy, stars, which is beautiful. It doesn't make it any less important. That's because I don't need meaning to breathe, people. I have meaning. My name's Maria. I love my life and I love being here with people and I love to support people. That's it. It's very simple. And, oh, support doesn't mean they move into their infinite higher. No. In fact, like I said, most people, they're not moving anywhere. They're repeating their security little wheel. It's called karma. Very happily, their eight-year-old built a wheel for them. And they didn't move into the next step because as a teenager, they chose to replay their relationships over and over and over again with those other people. And they didn't go to Dharma. So the words I use mean something in a person's book that knows what these are, me. You can ask questions. I can describe them. But the point is actually here. The human translator, it's you, human being you, when you can move into integration of your human being brain and your homeostasis, which is your restorative embodied self. So if you get a good therapist, they can walk you there. All of them, Peter Levine, Basil Van der Kolk, Stephen Porges, Daniel Siegel. And I don't know if they're all doing therapy, actually, Peter Levine is not, but he and others, you know, so there's a lot of great ones. You look those people up, go find NICABM. Actually, no, find Mindsight Institute, because Daniel Siegel for sure has a lot of the ones that will allow uh, the entirety. And ICBM is great too, but they have a, an array of people that will do um, information for them. Daniel knows the same people, but he teaches about the mind, the brain, and um, relationships. And so therapists that learn from him will know how to handle the infinite planes of possibilities. And he is very direct and straightforward and respects all of his colleagues, even if his colleagues make fun of him and colleagues, meaning other therapists who, yes, they make fun of their colleagues. So see, there you go. Educators. That's why they're not more knowledgeable than any fucking other human being on the face of this planet. And that's not in any way, shape or form something that I will personally ever step down from, that's exactly why some of the people say, but that's that's wrong we need we need rigorous systems. No, no, we need people who to get smart from their heads. That's all we need it means they need to grow up as three year olds I'm a three year old at the grown up as I was watching this man and other men so far talk about things, I reminded myself as I listened, these are opinions, Maria. They're nothing more than just random people who did data point adding up. You don't need to." have a flinch in your body, and in fact, it was very nice to be there as I listened with an open ear and an open heart, and I'm like, yeah, it's just words coming out of the mouth of someone, that's it, they're not more important, because they're in academia, the same way the professional who's doing shit on his own, or her own, or their own, is not more important, nope, it's called Maha Samadhi Samadhi and it's not a brain out of our ass. It's I'm a smart person and I don't need you to tell me anything that I have a law and a system that is in fact the only thing I must abide by. And I will gladly go vote and play my part. Ask for information, I will gladly share. It's all the same bullshit in my book unless it's a good educator. And when I get a good educator, they know how to respect their colleagues and all information and to say, I don't know everything. That's a good educator because that's an emotionally mature adult who doesn't have a bias. And if they do have a bias, they will know how to say, I have a bias, maybe. The minute somebody says, you offended me, I'm so sorry. I should reword myself. I will reword myself. I will try better next time, maybe. We don't know. So again, the ones who are trying to help the world, they have a sensitive thing called, I have compassion and can understand that every person is a three-year-old who lives with their thoughts and emotions, they just don't know if they're differentiated who they are, and that's okay, they don't have to, and I won't be pointing out to them their ancient silverback, who's their superhero, and who their supervillain is, and who they're trying to rescue, which will be their own pain point, by the way, which is why they're all rallied up together, and then how, how dare you let me project... The fact that you just upset my nervous system and I'm going to tell you you're an evil son of a whatever. That's that's how it works, people. For the ones who don't know how to keep their three-year-old in check and not just in check to have a good time is when you can enjoy information. I love, I love information. I've always loved it. Now I can love it even more. So I need to go finish that video. And yes, beyond the 12 stages, it's not a nonsensical life. It's a very sensical life. It's just that we have fun with Adults that have fun with information. Oh, and then we're actually proactively doing shit with our lives. So on that note, when I come here, it's to inspire the ones who want the human love narrative. So my my life is not going to be supporting the human suffering narrative. No, that is being supported by the very good therapists that can help people who want to get out of it to get out of it. Then we have the ones who are following their silverbacks because they want to stay in it. And there you go. That's where the confusion, it's not confusion... It's that people don't know their own meaning. they need to bond their driver's bonding or certainty. So we all have these three main bonds, self-agency, bonding, and did I say bonds uh, drivers. We have these types of drivers. So besides your attachment category, so I'm a securely attached human being. I maintained a differentiated self. As a three-year-old, I told my mother, you can't spank me, it's my body. And Daniel Siegel is the one who shared, wow, that was so great. You maintained a differentiated self, Maria. You knew it was your body. Your mother shouldn't have or couldn't have or whatever. And this, I got spanked anyways, but she repairs, ruptures, and plus I, who knows what I did to get a spanking. Not going to justify it, not going to say it was wrong either because I wasn't being beaten. If you hear me talking the way I am, it's because I didn't get punched in the mouth. I didn't get scared to shits about being a three-year-old, okay? Hopefully, that's been made clear enough to what it means when a person is not shamed to be creative. And I'm not. I was not. Or even if I maintained, right here, my driver's self-agency, which is why she gets a three-year-old and my twin. They get the wrath of Maria, but it's been a work in progress. I get to work with my rigidity. In fact, rigidity is actually what comes out, plus chaos sometimes. (laughs) And that's a child. And that's my implicit bias. And that's my implicit memory. And that's, yes, my three-year-old. And I can work with it because it's my nervous system and my tone. Okay, so we don't have to justify our three-year-old. But we know it's a work in progress. Thank you, playground, my oversoul. And that's for every person who moves into becoming a 5D mystic. Our oversoul gets us to put into practice that which we preach, which is love in this case, the human love suffering. The human love narrative with the human suffering narrative, excuse me. Some people choose to do, you weren't there for me, I don't trust you anymore. Or, I believe only in evil, nobody loves, there is no love out there. So the human love narrative is, You only hurt the ones you love. But wait a minute. They're teaching me how to handle people. (laughs) Because people are not all going to have good intentions. And that's how it works. But not because they're evil, can evil? No, because those with not good intentions do the human suffering bit of, I don't trust humanity. I don't trust anyone. No one's showing up for me. And that's from their implicit memory though. So they don't think these things. They're terrified of, co-regulating because they had a not safe co-regulation and they don't know how to self-regulate and so in this arena we have <clears throat> a variety of degrees for my oversoul I get to learn again how to be loved more and more and more in fact that's all I've moved more towards and any person who self-regulates their nervous system will learn how to do the same the ones who need extra help again it's because they will know they need extra help because there's good information out there the mystics who go down the 4d path what i wanted to share on that note is that even if academics get together we're gonna have groups like we always have had and the system organizes them so while some people they get really into their um, what's it called their little pissy pants and or just they're concerned and worried I forget sometimes, too, not to be worried about the future, because, of course, when you see extreme groups, you're like, what the fuck? But then, like I say, I remind myself, there's no need to get into any agitation. It's always been this way. This is where we're expanding, so we're just reorganizing with new words, new words to describe the same concepts, but we have more humanity within us, and that's because we have technology that's sharing. There's no demon that possesses a person when they have what happens to them, it's actually something that is going to be found with um, the trauma experts. Already Daniel Siegel has made a great headway uh, with everything he shares. I personally have been able to create the dots of Daniel Siegel with the brain and the mind and relationships and Patrick McNamara when he's talking about the religious self and he's a neuroscientist and how... So, REM, in our REM sleep, the brain gets this chronologic, I forget the word, environment, and that is what enables disparate ideas to come together. So, when you are reorganizing your own self, because our self, it's a state of self, it's a verb, so Maria is a verb, okay? And I have all of my charged and child parts together, and that's been forever. In fact, I have one voice, It's <laughs> Maria's voice. When I'm channeling, I don't need to define it. I don't need to prove shit because I don't give a shit about proving it because the relationship with the sphere of energy is a personal one. And the 4D mystics, the reason they don't know it is because they're kids who are grown ups who are feeling they want to be clapped at people. The zero, one year old, the two year old, the three year old of you wants, they want to be a person who has love. The saddest part for me when I think of people who do human suffering is that they just want to be applauded by that parent who didn't do it on purpose. Sometimes, other times, they were just as traumatized as the child that will leave that home and so on and so forth. The reality is the pleasure-seeking, which gets distorted in ways that are unbelievably horrible. So casual sex, not a good thing if you have childhood trauma. Uh, I follow this lady, I think it's the crappy childhood fairy, and she says how to stop doing casual sex to get yourself for a minute um, organized with your own childhood trauma. And this is where people don't understand that the default mode network of any person who did not have a child-centric environment is used to being on only when in re-traumatizing experiences. And so they actually get into codependent type relationships and they're not the ones that expand each other. So bonding can be a way that people find their spot. That doesn't mean they learn how to be independent. It just means they find a sense of safety. People who have horrible childhoods end up with toxic relationships. And I have seen this happen. And these are all spiritual bypassers, by the way, because they have found their way to spirituality. Because again, the little magic wand. And the it's either the magic wand or the bad therapist. When they find a good ones, they move on over here in the human love narrative, people, okay? It's human suffering is only for people who don't resolve their emotional zero one-year-old clapping. They're three-year-old, they don't figure out that they just want the applause. No, they're still with the people rallying up to get defended and protected and say, we're superheroes and you're the supervillains and here we are with our default mode network on a high because we're re-traumatizing ourselves. And I'm not laughing because it's funny. It's hilarious. They don't know that there are three-year-olds all over that one. We are with him or her or they because they see the world the way we want it to be. Like the flat earthers, they all get together. When you see the the documentary, they're just random people that got together. There's only one common denominator. It's the flat earth thing. Other than that, they talk about things randomly, normally, like anybody else. But the flat earth theory is the thing that keeps them glued. <laughs> uh. And they're all everyday people. So there you go. Okay. On that note, as we end our day, because uh, this episode's almost over, 5D mystic enlightenment functional adults, my lovely IHP community, we love the human love narrative. We love people and we grow up emotionally. So our three-year-olds know how to be independent, mahasamadhi, samadhi, with information. We don't have to have a spiritual or spirituality background, not even to say the least. There, ha- there can be. And for those who are mystics, there will be. But we don't need the labels. We don't identify with labels. So I'm Maria. My Maria is a verb who gets to expand. And any person who is their own piece of Purusha Prakriti gets to keep expanding their three year old into their adult self. And it's really amazing. And like I said, as I watched this academic and the academics talk about this, I reminded myself as I was listening these are not commands, these are not truths. These are people speaking. And on that note, let me go find Patrick Teehan for a minute. The post on where he talks about how childhood trauma survivors take advice as if it's a command. I can't find that one, but it's basically something you'll notice. Any adaptive child reacts rigidly, and that's from within you. It's not just passion. So personally, I've learned how to get to my adult self in the years. I'm 43. My best years, in fact, began recently as I entered and could feel that I had entered into that oneness of me as enlightenment soul age group material because the nervous system of me consistently was able to navigate flexibility, adaptability, coherence, energized, stable in moments of being with other people who had different opinions and who still have different opinions and feelings. That's all. Learning to be an emotional grown-up is your choice, and that makes you smart. Stable, mature, adaptive, rational, teachable. Open-minded, not in a way that's dumb. In a way that is only confusing to the people who want to tell you how to live life. This is why those academics mean nothing to me, except for they are a bunch of people who do research, that's it. I don't care how many degrees they can throw in my face. The only people who put them up on a pedestal are the same people who are rigid and need answers to the meaning of life. The meaning is yours. You get to choose. this is where the drive for me is self agency i didn't need to bond and find meaning that way that's a way that your feelings are driven so motivation my motivation to be maria i maria i am maria it's actually silly <laughs> the motive but that's where i can recognize thank you trauma experts why this is it's easy for me and i maintained differentiate a differentiated self a 3 year old whole heart no no trust break no suffering shit Because my nervous system was able to handle emotions without feeling tortured. And that's because I had a lucky childhood-centric environment. Or anyways, somehow, this is what took place. And grown-ups, though, can hear information and learn this is the difference. So the ones who choose the human suffering narrative, they're choosing that. That's good for them. That's where they can stay. So we're going to move to Patrick Tiahan on him talking as a childhood trauma survivor healed. I always say healing just because in case he still considers himself healing. But he's a therapist, and he helps people in his community to move into healing. Healed hypervigilance looks like open-hearted spontaneity. Okay, so I'm just open-hearted spontaneous. When I've met what is human suffering narrative, independently from what it looks like, and sometimes it is equal to that stuff of revenge, vindictiveness, mean, da-da-da-da, but I've always personally known of there's a differentiated self. There's me and other. My story is Maria's story. It's not a truth. It's a story that I will come with because my brain's thinking, my left mode, and my feelings are mine. Of course, I'm going to be upset if you're, if, you're, if you're doing something that I don't like. Duh, no shit, Sherlock. I have, again, emotions. I'm not going to be speaking more of a truth because I feel emotional about it. And so here's where the land of Shiva, no thing ness, with Kali, though, my own self, but not Kali out of, out of hand, my own life, and Krishna Lila, my ventral vigo state, my curiosity, the depths of curiosity with the depth of whatever emotion arises. And so a person who can grow up emotionally like that, and I've done that organically, and now I can explain it because of the trauma experts, not because of my mysticism. But my mysticism is for those who want to be 5D mystics, because it is really awesome. Oh, and the Enlightenment Soul Asia is also awesome. So... Let's read in our last minutes. Okay, so how Patrick poses it. He says, many of us don't have a reference point for what it looks like to be free of our trauma narrative that, to, that uh, runs us. He says, I was lucky enough at the age of 19 to, mind, to find myself in a nearly four-year childhood trauma group dur- doing experiential and intimacy work with seven other amazing tra- brave souls. The work of every member was about processing what happened to them, taking risks and tolerating being seen. We gradually felt safe with each other and the therapist. We needed to spend time bringing up the trauma and hypervigilance and have the opposite of what we experienced in childhood happen. That it's okay to be seen, that it's safe to be you and that people want realness and not our false protective selves because anyone with trauma is a false self. Anyone with the human suffering narrative is a false self. They don't know their human nature, the love part with the ventral vagal stuff. They only know their suffering part with the reptilian nervous system, which is defense mode, hypervigilance mode. That's why it's suffering. They don't have a window of welcome for emotions. They have a window of tolerance. They're not working on it. Their three-year-old isn't safe. Their one-year-old isn't safe. They're not safe to be themselves. Or if they are, it's with their codependent, one-to-one, monogamy relationship. And they'll be putting up with that. And those are all the other soul age groups. And again, this is why. People find soulless. They find a way to have their secure attachment life. Okay, that's where it's going to stay for now. And in ancient silverbacks, shiny, shiny is also that, which is where we don't need to step in anywhere. All I know, me, Maria, the law. I'm going to go and vote. I'm going to do things, my business. And what I do is going to be to inspire people who want the human love narrative and who can figure out how to use their brain, because I'm not sharing a let me sell you something magic, no, I am talking to you, and I'm having fun, and I'm sharing, and no, I'm not confusing, again, the left-mode people, they're not going to be here, I'm a mystic, I'm woo -woo lady, this ain't ever going to change, even if we explain mysticism with more and more of the sciences, because we'll be able to do that, so the relationship is what's special, people, whenever I do an Akashic record reading, whenever I get to to be in these planes, it's a beautiful plane. The 4D is doing a shit with it, but leave that alone right now. Okay, um, so the part about it's okay to be seen, to be you, the realness, this is what people feel when they're around safe haven, secure based people. So the grown-up version of human beings like myself and whoever of you are here with compassion in the forefront. And you look at somebody in their eyes and their person, their whole, and you just want their well-being. And their state of self will know this. They will know the truth the minute you look at them in their eyes, because your eyes don't lie. If they're confused, it's because they had childhood trauma, and that's another one of Patrick Dehan's confusion, because you didn't know what unconditional love or being treated normally was. Okay, so he says, I became freer from controlling comfort, such as isolating, which kept my world sad and small. A goal is to consistently have the ability to be spontaneous and attuned with our, compa- with our compass, And he says, do we need to have some fun? Do we need to leave something not serving us? Can we try a new adventure without shame or terror? And obviously, he goes on to explain how that is challenging. He says, we can now take the risk of not living in coping, survival, or false self. But that's only if you actually find your way back home, which means you understand that you either are open-heartedly living your relationships or you're not. And there was another aspect. Here it is, the one. Confusion is often protection for childhood trauma survivors. And he shares a story. He says, yes, it seems odd, but many childhood trauma survivors go into their heads when triggered and try to understand why an abusive person is being abusive. Here's where I'm going to chime in and say sometimes people will confuse a person's behavior because they're freaking out inside and then they translate it to something that's not true. But the questions, he says, are, why did they say it like that? Am I being selfish? Was I not supposed to, you know, promise this thing? Or did I promise, you know? So questioning yourself, did I not read that they were in a bad mood? Or what the fuck? Why does this always, you know, happen to me? And he says, I grew up with an abusive alcoholic mother. And he gives the example of Saturday, she says, we're going to go shopping on Tuesday, Tuesday, after her getting drunk on Monday, she's in a bad mood and she's yelling at me. Why are you so selfish? Why do I have to take care of you? Go do it yourself. And he's being triggered to deep shame as a twelve-year-old, and is confusing, is confused, and has confusing, racing thoughts about whether she is right about him, and why was he being, you know, uh, more sensitive and not being able to be resourceful for himself. And so why did he suck? Why was he such a bad, bad son? Okay. And he says, the confusion protected me from the reality that she was alcoholic and abusive, which would have been too much, too painful for a person at 12 years of age to understand. And that is his own home base. This is what people don't understand about their emotions. So he says, we grow up and find similar people who can confuse us with their reactions And what's not good about it is the confusion prevents us from making the decision that the person is abusive and not good for us. That wasn't an option, he says, growing up. But now it is an option. And so do you still protect yourself from the reality that the person is abusive? What would you feel if you decided that that was the case? And then he says, we trade the confusion for a different type of discomfort. But one that helps us value and protect ourselves instead of swimming is all that triggering, shaming, and confusing mess. I wouldn't have been confused if I got help about the person's confusing, contradicting, and abusive behavior. So when you can notice inconsistencies, and that is where the not securely attached person and the person who has low self-esteem, passive-aggressive, indirect communication, martyrs, superiors, and any person who does the blaming, they're all projecting their trauma. It can be just a trust break. It can be a deep trauma. It doesn't matter, which is FYIY for our oversoul. We don't sit around twin flame, so may, no matter who you are, if you project, I will know you're projecting, I will not engage by throwing it back at you, I will know exactly how to handle myself with my heart body, because I'm not a human suffering, I'm a human loving, and that's your whole three-year-old heart, so people that maintain open-hearted spontaneity, I raise my hands, when we met inconsistencies, we sat in silence and said, huh, mm, that's not mine, Because we could feel that it was not our nervous system. And then you continue to move into just being love. And I chose personally love because why would I choose suffering? Why would I choose to lie and being consistent? Why would I choose not to have friends back? Why would I be an emotionally immature human being? Emotional maturity, it's beautiful. We talk all about it. It's your nervous system regulating, using your brain, a lot of great stuff. It's not confusing for us to love ourselves first. And so, Tune on back in if you're curious about our land of human love, and it's the Infinite Higher Human Consciousness Land. We'll be back with more. Have a great day.